0: I'm a doctor, a father, an American, an Indian. I've had conversations about life from every angle. And as I've navigated the South Asian experience, I share stories of people and their purpose. And what they're saying over and over again is, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I'm Abhay Dandekar. And on this episode of Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing, a conversation with Vinisha Umashankar, a teen innovator from rural Tamil Nadu in India. Stay tuned. When I was 14, I certainly didn't know yet that I wanted to be a doctor, and I think my proudest innovations were finding ways to dub music onto a copy of Back to the Future on our VCR, or new imitations of a Magic Johnson no-look pass. Yet recently, when I was scrolling through my wonderful Indian Family Forward vest of news items, more commonly known as WhatsApp, I noted that both my mother-in-law and my son had sent me something extraordinary about a true innovator named Vinisha Umashankar, an inspiring 14-year-old from Tiruburna a rural Tamil Nadu town in southern India. Like many ninth graders, she loves to read, stay active, and make pancakes. But her innovation, the solar ironing cart, has garnered awards like the Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam Ignite Award in 2019, given by the National Innovation Foundation in India, and the 2020 International Children's Climate Prize. She's also recently been shortlisted for the Prime Minister of India's Rashtriya Bal Shakti Puraskar, the highest civilian award in India for students under 18. Vinisha was able to join us for a conversation recently, and I asked her about her first memories of translating curiosity. Into discovery and innovation.
1: I think the first incident was when I was five years old, and my parents actually bought me a space encyclopedia for my fifth birthday. And I remember just reading the book and becoming fascinated by space and the science behind it. So I just slowly got interested in science, and I did a few small experiments like a sand clock or small circuit board that i got actually a gift of an electronic set when i was 10 so i started developing an interest in electronics as well but the interest in climate change actually came when i was eight years old Mm -hmm. i was reading through the newspapers and i realized that icebergs were melting At the age, I didn't realize the uh, uh, amplitude behind it and how of a massive problem it is. So as I grew older and my interest in reading books also grew, I started learning lots more about science and with my interest developing, I also started to gain interest in science at school as well. So putting these uh, uh, strengths together, I decided like... I can do something with my interest in science because I was also doing small projects at the time. I decided like, if I can become curious and I'm good at science at the same time, this is a strong, uh, advantage for me. So I decided that I would innovate something that will help reverse climate change. And that's how the whole idea of innovation came to me.
0: You know, uh, it seems like those are all the ingredients to produce a great innovation. And being curious and discovering, do those go hand in hand, by the way? Um, You know, some people are very curious about things, but it's a fleeting curiosity. Does it take a little bit more effort now than uh, to take that curiosity and dive deeper into that subject matter or um, take the next step and, and become even more curious about that subject? Um, Is this something that you uh, go through, uh, not only in your school, but even in your day-to-day life? Uh,
1: Yes, I do think that uh, if you're curious, then you do have the capability to do something about that curiosity or make it something like your strength. But curiosity doesn't necessarily need to be in science. I used my curiosity to my advantage because I was interested in science at the same time. So I decided that if I'm curious about everything, then I can at least use my curiosity to develop something from it. So suppose somebody is curious about something else, maybe music or even uh, textiles, then their curiosity in those subjects with a little effort, they can even uh, be an ace in those subjects as well. So, curiosity isn't defined only to science. I think it can be defined to all sorts of fields out there.
0: Do you think that because uh, we were just talking before uh, we came on about your curiosity about, you know, particulars in um, reading or music, do you think that your curiosity in a diverse group of subjects or you know, all these diversions or, or hobbies or interests that you have, does that contribute to even more discovery in science or um, in another matter? Is it helpful to have uh, a wide uh, array of different things that you are curious about?
1: I definitely do think so because if you're curious about multiple things, Your curiosity will automatically help you discover new things about a certain field. Now, supposedly I was curious in science. It helped me discover more about climate change and more about the subject science itself. I got introduced to quantum physics. I got introduced to electronics, all through my curiosity. And I am curious not only in science, but I love reading books and If I do find, uh, sometimes it could be fiction and other times it could be non-fiction. Recently, I got introduced to Harry Potter series and Mm. I was really curious of how the second book would be and how the third book would be. All because I was interested in reading and my curiosity to know what would happen next led me to reading more books. So, curiosity can be really helpful if it's in an array of different fields
0: let me ask you this I mean you mentioned Harry Potter and mm-hmm. uh, you know whether it's all the different fields that you are interested in do you think that uh, innovation and discovery um, the process of that does is that something that really needs to be nurtured and developed and um needs to have mentors to to help you or is it something that kind of comes naturally and it's um you know they're having the uh you know ingredients or in some ways the environment to be able to allow you to do that is that just as helpful
1: well i think both of them are required so it has to be a natural curiosity but it will be helpful to have someone you know will support you in your journey of curiosity and innovation because I have seen my friends who have been interested in a certain field but with lack of encouragement they didn't develop those skills to a high amount of potential. So I would say that even though they have inborn curiosity about a certain field, Someone who will encourage and mentor a person would be really helpful in taking the person to new heights.
0: My guest today on Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing is Vinisha Umashankar. After a quick break, we're going to talk about one of her groundbreaking innovations. Stay tuned. This is Kanika, and you're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio, the world's largest South Asian radio station. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. I'm Abhay Dandekar, and my guest today is Vinisha Umashankar. Vinisha, tell me a little bit about how the solar ironing cart uh, came about and perhaps what inspired you and what was the process like in understanding why this was a need and how did you go about uh, with your innovation
1: well it was actually an incident which inspired me i was actually on a summer break or a summer vacation and it was the transition between grade seven to grade eight so after school started I was just returning home from school and i noticed that the ironing men in my street were using charcoal to iron their clothes i should have noticed it earlier but for some reason i only noticed it on that day and since that day of noticing them i started to develop an interest in the production of charcoal and how does it actually impact climate change so Once I realized that charcoal can cause respiratory diseases and pollution and can even contribute to climate change, I thought charcoal causes so many problems and it even causes deforestation. So why hasn't anyone done anything about it? So once I realized that, I thought to myself, like, if nobody else has done it and I'm interested in this, Why can't I try developing something? So then I came across renewable energy and I chose solar energy in the process because India is uh, having a very hot climate and almost for 300 days, we have the sun in the sky. So that heat can be put to some use and the light which is provided by the sun can be put to use as well. So I decided that I would create a solar ironing cut which would be able to provide electricity to the iron box throughout the year and can even be powered through electricity if the person needs to work at night or during the monsoon seasons where the sun isn't out as much.
0: Well you know it's such a um, great inspiration and something that's used so frequently uh, throughout India but I imagine that this probably has a lot of impact for uh, any community that uses charcoal, and any community that has uh, that service of having uh, an ironing, um, you know, service for for different households. How how was this received by uh, people in, in the community, or um, for that matter, was there any were there any challenges? to trying to get this kind of idea off the ground?
1: Well, I would say there were challenges, but it wasn't potentially the most difficult one to overcome. The first thing being I live in Thiruvananthapuram, which is a rural town. So the first problem for me was when I wanted to actually see how the ironing cart would work after I had theorized it and written a technical paper I could not get the materials to actually even build a small model to see how it works. So the lack of a practical experiment on how the ironing cart would work, uh, it affected me in not such a big way, but I felt that it would have been better had I known how it would work. But thankfully, when I submitted it for the first competition, uh in the national innovation foundation of india they actually did create a full-scale prototype in which everything worked perfectly fine so i was really happy to see that i could finally see how my idea came to life and how the solar panels actually provide electricity to the batteries how the iron box works and i even actually added a few extra components this is one of the major parts of the ironing cut. I actually added a GSM PCO and USB charging points mm. and a mobile mm. recharging system. So these extra components will actually help the vendor earn extra money. And these components weren't seen in other ironing cuts, So I thought it was unique when I saw them working in the prototype, I was very excited. I even charged my father's mobile phone in it and it was really amazing to see my prototype come to
0: life. Which probably made him very happy as well. Yes. (laughs) Did you find any uh, resistance from uh, people in that side or or for that matter any skeptics along the way who um, may not have necessarily bought into the idea?
1: Oh, well, there are always haters online, online and offline. There are people who will criticize you. And I've been there. Even while I was developing the idea, there were people who would tell me that this idea will not become big because it's just a solar-powered ironing cut. Well, I couldn't tell them exactly the details behind it because it was under patent. And it still is under patent. So I can't really reveal much to them or any criticizing people out there. So I really just couldn't care less about them. And for the people who are producing charcoal, I would say that people who are in an industry like that can be actually educated to uh, develop uh, products which will suit the renewable energy industry. So suppose somebody is working with petroleum or charcoal they could be educated to produce solar panels or maybe batteries for that matter so they won't lose a job and the economy will not collapse just because the charcoal industry has gone down
0: I, I love that I I'm so grateful for that kind of a response because there's a place for everyone if, if we all are galvanized around a common goal and, and a mission, then we'll find a way to make those solutions work. When you yes. were thinking about you know, framing the design and the idea, what was the next step in trying to implement it? Was it finding a way for someone to help you to design the prototype? Is there any thought about how to scale this to make this much more you know, highly or mass produced so that it can be used?
1: Well, the first thing was I had written a technical paper, but I needed to somehow bring it to life. So I needed help from somebody to actually give the materials to build it. So that's when me and my father went online and we started to look for competitions in which I could possibly submit my idea and those who will actually acknowledge it for what it's worth. So we went online and we searched for so many competitions, and we ended up with this competition, the Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam Ignite Award. It's a national level competition, and it's conducted for students who are under the age of 18. So even though it's a huge step from no competitions to suddenly a national level one, I decided, I'll give it my best shot. We'll see what happens afterwards. So, I submitted my technical paper, and in the first try, I got selected for the award. And since I got selected, the engineers in the National Innovation Foundation actually developed the working prototype. From there on, it was just a blast about this innovation. I got selected for the International Award Children's Climate Prize, and they have given prize money to me in rupees 8.5 lakhs. So I'm hoping that I can actually build my own prototype here in Tiruvannamalai, and actually give it to a few vendors who work here and receive their feedback on how they would like it to work and whether they have any ideas which can be implemented in it. So if I receive such feedback, I can actually improve the ironing card to suit the consumers who will be buying it. So this is how I would like it to go and hopefully I can do it.
0: Boy, I hope so too. That sounds like a wonderful, uh, roadmap, uh, for this. You know, innovators, uh, a, a lot of times will talk about failing fast and learning from those failures so that they could continue to improve upon their design. Were there any such moments for you where you tried something and experimented with it and it didn't work? Um, was that frustrating uh, in the process uh, at all? And, and what did you learn from it?
1: Oh, there were several times that happened, though not in a very large scale, like I had to change something very big. It wasn't like that, but it was my first time actually designing an innovation. I had no prior experience about it. It was my first time. I was only 12 years old when I developed the idea. So I had a lot of uh, problems actually developing the idea in such a way that it would suit uh, the affordability range, the market, Mm. and the consumer at the same time. I also had to make it use renewable energy, shifting from a non-renewable energy source to keeping all those components pretty similar so that the ironing vendors won't see a sudden difference or will become overwhelmed by the product, keeping the traditional parts same, but changing it to renewable energy. The, this was quite hard. So I had to work on the traditional Indian cart and just modernize it a little bit to add solar panels and a battery and the steam iron, because here we use charcoal based ions. And that's the main reason why I innovated this. So I had to change it to a steam iron. While going through this, I had to write a technical paper at the same time. And with because it was my first time, I had to change it around 25 times just to get it wow. right. So it's much better now. I don't need to change <laughs> it so much because I have at least one and a half years of experience at this point. So yes, it was my first innovation and I'm glad it turned out the way it is today.
0: I, I think many are grateful for for the 25 iterations to get to this uh, wonderful point. Um, let me ask you about this part. Um, the subject matter is so important. It has so much impact and um, is so critical for all of us to think about. Was, was it even more gratifying or joyful um, to see your... Uh, project blossom and and work because this is an environmental issue, it's a climate issue?
1: I would say both. Uh, First thing, when I actually saw the prototype, I had just turned 13. It was actually a week after my birthday. So it was almost like a birthday for me, seeing my idea actually come to life and I could see all the parts work for the first time so that i think was the first step towards actually uh, developing my idea even further so since that was the first prototype it still is the first prototype but my technical paper has changed a lot since one year ago i have added a few components and i actually created four models based on affordability of the consumers so I think on the long term, I have changed the product from a basic model to something that I would say is market friendly. So yes, it was really joyful for me to see that this idea has blossomed so much in one year because I didn't expect this again. And I think it meant even more that at a young age, I am actually capable of designing something that could contribute to reversing climate change.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, it's remarkable, not only just to build a a very practical and consumer friendly item, but the fact that it is, uh, particularly contributing to our whole global mission against climate, uh, change and becoming more aware, of those issues it must feel a little bit sweeter because of that
1: yes definitely because i have created multiple other projects though not as significant as the solar iron cut those ideas were uh, designed to help climate change as well in a way they were environmentally friendly products and i also uh, designed a few products which would help with the Unprivileged people and make those products in the affordable range. So uh, designing something that will actually serve the society, both in an environmental way or for people who can't actually afford things that we normally buy, both things feel really good when you actually develop something that could help somebody.
0: My guest today on Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing is Vinisha Uma Shankar. After another quick break, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about what she is looking forward to. Stay tuned. Yo, this is Prabhdeep from New Delhi, India, and you're listening to Rakasa Venue Radio. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. I'm a Bhai Dhandekar and my guest is Vinisha Umashankar. Have you had any peers or other children reach out to you about their ideas or about their uh, innovations since you've been awarded and, and received so many accolades?
1: Oh actually I met children uh, who have innovated and who are interested in science way before I had won these awards. Since I participated in national competitions since I was 12 I had the chance to fly across the country for such competitions and it's a national competition so there are children from all over the country who have similar ideas and all who walk on the same path of science and innovation. So I actually met such children before in hand when I won the award and it feels really good to meet somebody who actually walks on the same path as you, has the same interests because for the first time in my life, I was able to talk about science to somebody else who was around my age. really good and yes there have been children who have reached out to me after the award as well and most of them are younger than me which makes me really happy that there are children who are younger than me as well who can actually contribute to climate to reversing climate change which makes me really happy
0: when you meet uh people uh whether they're peers or you know people of any age for that matter who are inspired by your work um what advice do you have for them when it comes to innovation or about becoming more conscious of climate change particularly
1: i would say one thing uh go talk to your grandparents i know it sounds really weird but in my family i would my grandparents would often tell me that the climate was way much cooler when they were younger and now that the climate has changed drastically saying that when they were younger the monsoon rain used to come on time during the monsoon season and summers went as scorching as they are now so whoever thinks climate change isn't real please go talk to your grandparents because they probably know how climate was when they were younger and how much it has changed compared to how it is now. They are living proof of how climate was in the past. So if you don't believe it, please go ask your grandparents how the climate was when they were younger. If there is a person out there who has an idea, then there is one message which I would like to say. Believe in yourself what other people think of you is completely irrelevant. Because in the future, they're most likely going to regret what they criticized you in the past and they'll come to congratulate you again. So just learn knowledge around what your passion is and develop your own unique set of skills. Because I'm pretty sure in the future, it will help you become successful and you will lead a happy life.
0: Vinisha once again thank you so much for being with us your, your words are inspiring your work is inspiring uh, it's amazing to see this kind of energy and enthusiasm around innovation and climate change activism so thank you so much and thank you for joining our, our show
1: my pleasure
0: you can learn more about Vinisha Uma Shankar and all of our guests at abhidandekar.com see you next time on trust me I know what I'm doing Hi, this is Vivek Tiwari and you're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio.